step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. That's not the original. On the telephone? That's, that's not cool. Not my... Numbskull? On the line. Peace, man. <laughs> Period. 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 Personally. I don't crack easy under pressure. Without music, life would be a mistake. Going it out, Vic. Petros and Money, AM570, LA Sports. We're live everywhere on the iHeart Radio app. And I got to be honest... Uh, when Be I heard, honest. When I heard the arcade fire start playing, I was like, man, what's up with Ronnie? Why is he playing the wrong song, man? This is only hour two. Nah, we're rolling, man. Like, Damn, we are moving. We did a whole we first hour. Cooking. We talked about the old Norwegian colony that died of diphtheria. We talked about Matt's hopes that tonight's Fernando Mania ceremony will inspire these young <laughs> stupid soft-minded <laughs> Dodgers. May it be motivational. Look. This could all be yours. We had all of it. some gentle pushback from the Textoso about 88 and out the gate. We had wonderful, heartfelt questions and answers and some badgering with the great Jeannie Buss, Jeannie with a big weenie, and we appreciate her. She's the best. Was she able to get out clean? Is yeah, she, is Kate's she, thumbs up says, yeah, yeah. Out clean. So-so, uh, but, but clean enough. Hey, she always comes back. So we appreciate the great Jeannie Buss. And, Matt, we've given away... So many props. We have, but we still have many more to give away. And a huge thank you to Sweet James Bergen. Or if you're hurting in an accident, call the winning attorneys at 809 million. Vote at number one. Or visit sweetjames.com. We have not given away the Barry's tickets golden ticket yet. Is Barry here yet? Where's Barry uh, Rooney? Tim says he has not seen him. I haven't seen him. He'd be up here with all the luminaries. He stopped at, sit at sticks to suck back a macanoodle. <laughs> <laughs> so we're giving away. This is a Romeo and Julieta. <laughs> the Barry's tickets, golden ticket. We also, is uh, is Lauren here yet? Is she, did she bring her yeah, spices? Yeah, yeah, Lauren from Champanito. I saw yeah, her. She Lauren. brought two. Look, at, look at the bags. Oh, look, look at that. We got two. How, six baskets. Six bags of spices. It's like June. Nobody's spicier than Lauren. She's here to give away her basket. Where's Malcolm McDowell? It's like June. <laughs> So we have those to give away. A huge thank you to our friends at Lone Mart, LoneMart.com. MGM Resorts, we're giving away a two-night stay at an MGM Resorts destination, $100 gas card, food and beverage credit, and two tickets to the iHeartRadio Music Festival. So all of that still to be given away, along with the Westinghouse 65-inch TV. And you can qualify to win the $10,000 that will be given away at our next tour stop. Will we announce that at the end of this show, or are we going to let Vic leak it over the weekend? I mean, it's it's coming up pretty fast. Yeah, so, so we should announce it today. But we'd love to see you at Tarantula Hill Brewing. Um, and, yeah, Don McClain going to join us in the very next segment, Pete. We are so happy that you're all here. Thank you. We will continue with great sports talk. Don't forget to great watch sports talk. on the stream. And, Matt, uh, here in the third hour of the show, we have been made to look like fools. 
our promotions department with Jeff and Ty and Dave Weiss have got the Papa shot. Oh, the Duke's all over it. All up. It looks great. They, they did a bang-up job. I've only seen one ball go into the street. Just one. Bounced off the front of the rim, went over the backboard, into the street. Now, I don't know whether or not it was popped or if they were able to um, pick it back up again. But, yes, our fears that maybe a gnarly wreck uh, on T.O. Boulevard would be in our future hopefully will never be realized. All right, it is time for the word of the day. He hurt me with his words. The word of the day. Now, who here is interested? Uh, a show of hands or some cheering would suffice. In G.I. Jane? Who here? We're not going to talk about look. This is not about G.I. Jane. You might wish it was, but it is not about G.I. Jane. Show of hands. Who here is interested in my reptile for a pet? All right, some of you, yeah. I'd say, you know, I mean. Hey, you know what? That's enough. Yeah, that's enough. That's enough. As you guys know, uh, around January of last year, if you listen to the show of this year, uh, I, I got a reptile, a bearded dragon, which I uh, have. Don't look at me like that, all grossed out. I think it's worth telling the story of how you got the bearded dragon. It's not like you went to your local snakes and reptiles pet store and purchased one. No. No, I was at... It you was, rescued that reptile, Pete. You're well, a rescue pet owner. Uh, let's say this, Matt. I was very upset that day. It was the same day as our event in Downey at the BJ's. Where we had no PA. We had no PA, and there wasn't this many people, but there was like 300 people, and they were pissed. And I was pissed. And We had Jason Negro out very, talking Bosco football. It was very upsetting. And it was hard for me to get over. And I went to a party, and they were doing gag gifts. And somebody gave a guy a bearded dragon, and everybody was all upset. And nobody knew what to do. The wives and husbands, and what are you doing? This thing is going to live for 12 years. And like an idiot, I stood up like the Hunger Games and said, I offer myself as tribute. <laughs> and, uh, and, I took, and you said, I'll take the dragon. Right. So I took Everybody's the, arguing, I'll take the dragon. Right. I took the bearded dragon. It was very close to dying like the first three month, weeks I had it because I didn't know how to properly care for it. Uh, but I figured it out. And now my lizard is big. You know, it's, it's a big-ass lizard. Uh, but I have terrible news. Uh, my daughter, uh, who does research on YouTube about reptiles and stuff, has discovered that my bearded dragon, Travis McGee, is a girl. Very... Very, you know, I mean. That is not cool of you to have raised a girl bearded dragon, named her Travis McGee, fed her all of these ideas about being a male. And now, my God, the confusion. I know. Like, what have you done? Matt, since February. What have you done? I've been sprinkling crickets in there and being like, come on, dude. Hey, brother. Right? Come on, man. Eat your crickets. Hey, McGee. Eat your raspberries. Look, I cut your cucumbers. Why aren't you eating them, brother? <laughs> like, I've been doing all of this, you know. I mean, I've never felt so stupid in my life. You know, it's like buying G.I. Joe guys for Carmen Sandiego over there in her pink visor. It's bad. He's a good kicker, but he's an idiot. And I was like, Callie, you're an idiot. You know, my daughter. I was like, you're stupid. Mom showed me. She showed the bumps, you know. And Callie's like, those aren't the bumps that it's his genitals. Those are his thighs. And she goes, and you know what else, Her Dad? Her thighs. Yeah, and she goes, he doesn't do the head bobbing he's supposed to. 
And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, it's if it's a boy, they do the head bobbing. And I was like, damn it, she's right. I'd never get the head bobbing. And then we went and looked, and, and it's a girl. It's a freaking girl. How about that? And now I'm like, hey, girl. Good morning. <laughs> hey, like, you know, girl. it's not the same. Are you going to keep the name? I mean, Travis or McGee? Tra Travisina McGee? No, no, it's Travis McGee. I mean, come on. I'm very, not changing it now. Uh, very confusing for her. Well, she's going to have to live that very way. Very confusing for her. She, you know, we can afford the Maybe therapy. Maybe she wants to live that life. We can afford the therapy. <laughs> <laughs> but my bearded dragon is a girl, which is uh, very upsetting. And it was your daughter. My daughter sniffed it out. I could have gone through my whole life not knowing. What's the name of that show? Are you smarter than a fourth grader? She's in, like, second That's grade. what I mean. Welcome to your life. Like, I don't know if she's going to start laying eggs. That, that won't be fertilized because there's not a man, but... But you don't know that. You you just picked her up at a white elephant party. Right. You know what I mean? What if she like, started laying eggs? Know, she could have been getting around all over town. Yeah. You know, prior to you taking her in. Well... <laughs> <laughs> You're a whore! Listen, you whore lizard. Look at what I have to do now. Everybody has sex with a male lizard every <laughs> once in a while, but everybody had a whore like you. Uh, so yeah, it's a it's a female it's a female lizard, and I am a congratulations su surprised. It's very exciting to say the least. Anything you're gonna change? Like, do you change anything in the cage or in the terrarium? Maybe I'll like buy her like a pink quilt. Yeah. Like a furry chair or something, you something, know, yeah. something along those lines. Like a little cherry from Pee Wee's Playhouse, like a little one, do you something, something like that. Do you take her out? Oh, yeah. So, like, I would think, you know, I mean, people are like, hey, what's your lizard's name? Travis McGee. I think that's going to cause a little bit of confusion, but it's a girl. You know, a lot of but people. But I named it Travis Matt, McGee. A lot of people in Hollywood, like me, are pushing gender stereotypes. Certainly. So. Well, and I, and I do believe that you could make a case that Travis could be a gender-neutral name. Sure, like Frankie. Exactly right. Or Charlie. Exactly right. Or Pat. It's time for androgyny. It's Pat. And it's like, you know, I used to think when the lizard was just blowing it out out of its ass, like, blah, and I was cleaning up its poop, it's like, well, it's a guy, whatever, you know? Now it's like, it's kind of embarrassing for her. Mm. You it's know? supposed to smell like roses. Like, whatever. Whatever happened to my dainty lady here? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah. about digested crickets. Tough discovery, man. Yes. Yeah, tough. Or yeah, kind of nice. Congratulations. It took me uh, over six months to discover my lizard was in fact a female. You did not discover it. No, but for me to learn. Yes, yeah. exactly. Your daughter did. Good on her. It is time for the number of the day. Number of the day. Number of the day is two, and I don't know if this applies to a number of the people in this room or not, if they have the same adverse reaction as I do. I know this is a bit of a stale take, if you will. Uh, many people have already glommed onto this. It's something that we have brought up, though, regularly, centered on the giant bow that they put on top of the Citadel somewhere around early November to celebrate Christmas and the idea that seasons uh, no longer exist, holiday seasons no longer exist. Well, come to find this past, uh, what was it, yesterday? Day before, day before yesterday, I drove by, P, my first spirit store. Oh, the Halloween. It is August 9th, August 9th. Halloween is October 31st, and on August 9th, what was, uh, I believe, a 24-hour fitness near the Los Alamitos racetrack is now a spirit 
Halloween store. Now, is it maybe open? It was a, maybe it was a Best Buy. It's open. It's open? Or are they just getting ready? No, no, it is open. The spirit sign is on Losell, is on Catella. Uh, the doors look as though they are open. I think it's a former Best Buy. Or is it Staples? God, figure it out, man. It's a former Staples next to the Losell racetrack. And then I'm driving to the house on PCH there in Long Beach by 2nd and PCH. And what just showed up today? Pumpkin patch. August 11th, I got a pumpkin patch, and on August 9th, I got the Spirit Halloween store. Wouldn't your pumpkin be rotten and dead by what? the time Halloween comes around? I think the idea is you're not buying your pumpkin yet, but you're going to ride this inflatable for five bucks, and here's the carousel. That's where the money's And at. then I started thinking about it. I'm like, well, I guess they're really only going to get like six, 30 days out of it if they start the 1st of October. They get 60 days. They start the 1st of September. I guess, you know, it's a seasonal time. Why not get, you know, maximize your window, make some scratch, sell the kids uh, their Mr. Beast costume, whatever the uh, the hot item is going to be this year. I assume it'll be Barbie and Ken or something along those lines. There's already Halloween candy for sale at the Westlake Ralph. See what I mean? I knew the Textoso would come alive. Uh, I, I will say this. It's uh, August 11th. When the Pac-12 stuff happened, Matt, it was uh, it was sad to see that people put like the Spirit Halloween sign at Martin Stadium in Pullman, Washington. It's kind of funny. Or the one at Reeser in Corvallis. I, I, I was very upset, you know. Like, I don't even know what you guys can do with your stadium now. <laughs> Sell a Spirit. bunch of Halloween stuff. And it's like, no, we're playing football, sir. Thank That's you right. very much. We're going to win the Pac-12. But, yeah, you're right, it. Matt. It's, a, li it's a, little a little early. early. Well, when there's a heat wave going on. Right. You know. August 9th, and I got a Spirit next to the Los Al racetrack. You but, kidding me? Uh, public school starts, like, August 24th which is a whole other mess of BS. Like, you should go to school after Labor Day. Got day after Labor Day is when you start. It's a Tuesday. Summer's over. You're back in school. No, them parents want those kids out of their hair. That's not the case anymore. They want to start having their Lisa Wilson nooners. They're like, get these kids out of here. I got to get back to having my nooners. I got to say, I have, you know, kids that are young and camps and all that. Summertime blows. Sure does. I mean, the summertime is the worst thing ever. And the thing that bothers me is it wasn't like that when we were kids. Hell no. You like, went into your parents' room, you get punched in the head. My parents cared nothing about what our agenda was during the day. All we did was, like, maybe walk up to the deli and buy some freaking the, the sugar cigarette gum. Oh, the, with the chalk that if you put where, Yeah. Yeah, where you blow the sugar and it looked like you were smoking. And then we'd walk back. Maybe build a bike ramp. Yeah, kick a rock yeah. or something on your way back. And now my son's like, do I have guitar camp this week or surf camp this week? or uh, Figure it out. Yeah, what do I have? What are you going to take me to? Go kick rocks. Can you take me to the baseball card store? My daughter went to pony camp. Freaking pony camp. You're going to buy her a pony? No. Are you sure? Yes. She figured out Travis McGee's a woman. That deserves something. I told her not to get kicked upside the head. <laughs> Fair, fair I, every point. day before she goes, hey, fair point. she puts on her jog purse, and I'm like, hey, watch out for the damn kicking horse. I don't want you coming back. With she like got a, them boots now? I don't think she, maybe. No, not the real high ones. Okay. But there is a pair of, uh, of like, boots. But, yeah, summer sucks. Summer sucks. What was the, uh, what was the Liz Taylor film, uh, Velvet? Uh, International Velvet. Yes. Has she screened it yet? No, we'll get that on in the house. I did watch Cleopatra the other day. Okay, with her? Uh, no, but Liz, Liz Taylor, odd chest scar. 
You know? Is that right? Yeah. It looked like somebody stabbed her with a dagger or something. Yeah, maybe early boob really, job back yeah. in the day. I don't think it was a boob job because that would be like it was like. Maybe that's what they it's thought like they were supposed to do It's like if somebody went after then. her sternum with a pickaxe. Like, how about that? Ronnie! Song of the day. This is the song of the day. <laughs> Don McLean going to join us next. He's enjoying a beer, talking with Jonas Knox. Jonas going to join us. Mr. T.O. himself. There's a listener. I believe his name is Josh. That guy? Yeah. Very excited to see us. Moved out to D.C. for a while, had to podcast us, would scream and yell at all of his friends about how they weren't listening to good radio, that this was good radio. So we appreciate him. But Don McClain will check in next. We'll give away more prizes. Come see us. We are at Tarantula Hill Brewing in Thousand Oaks, right off the 101 at Oh, Park. I love it. We have a couple that smokes. And they went out there to have a smoke. Yeah. Look yeah. at them out there smoking. Yeah. Yeah. Matt loves smoking. I do. I want to see you just flick that thing right in the street. Matt, why don't you go out there and take a drag off that heater with him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It is Petros and Money on this Frogman Friday. Your Dodger station. Frogman. AM 570 LA Sports. We're streaming live on YouTube. We have our uh, corporate event thing out there. It looks like it, it went okay, I guess. Well, Jeff's putting on his own right now, so uh, I guess that's all right. It's like the director of the team building activities. Like, fine, if you guys don't want to participate, I'm going to putt. I do have uh, the, uh, the information on Liz Taylor's scar. What do we got? Uh, tracheotomy scar from a bout with pneumonia. About that. When she was a young person. Different time back then. They yeah. just jab a hole in your body for yeah. no reason at all. George Washington died, everybody. Drake. That's neither here nor there, Matt. We've had many prizes to give away. Our BFF is here, the one and only Don McClain. Youth baseball, barbecues, and golf. That now, was a while ago. That yeah, was. Is a gigantic luminary in the 805 and in the world of college and professional and even high school basketball. He's been a longtime part of our show. You can see him this year on the Pac-12 Network. This year. And, <laughs> and, of course, Valley Sports. And he is the proprietor of the Conejo Valley Basketball Club. We, were in, we are in the Conejo Valley and the Baron of Box Canyon, if I didn't say that before. From Simi Valley, the great Don McClain on the Mountain View Chevrolet. Great to be here, P. Uh, celebrity headset. I always tell you guys, if you get within 20 miles of my house for one of these remotes, I'm coming. Look at that. And here we are. Man of his word. And we are. The problem is you guys go 120 miles <laughs> most of the time. Yeah. And sometimes you show up. And uh, we will be quite far <laughs> and it's away. Debilitating. About, yeah, it was a bad <laughs> it's debilitating. I, I got the neck problem today from the long drive. I mean, my neck is killing me. Got my neck. I really do, man. I got to get my, my deep blue rub going here. Get back here to finish. Or something like that. But yes. Donna, tell us first and foremost, uh, you know, your reaction to all the stuff going on with the conference realignment, mm. it's not something that a lot of us didn't see coming. Uh, there's been a lot of rumors in the air for quite some time. But, you know, basketball kind of goes along with football as a revenue sport. But not really. Yeah. This was all about football and money, period. Yes. End of story. And it's unfortunate that the conference realignment has taken rivalries away. It's taken games that have been played for a long, long time away. 
It's unfortunate in the Pac-12's case that a lot of great people on the conference side, on the network side, are going to lose their jobs because of it. But it's a new world. And it's, but, but make no mistake, and I think everybody understands this, it is about football and it is about money, period. So what do you and make I, up? I, <coughs> excuse me, and I think if, if you're talking about basketball, they weren't even, they weren't even talked about. Like, yeah. they, they weren't even asked. And so it's unfortunate. Yeah, and I think, you know, that was the speculation, uh, much of the speculation around the Big 12 and the addition of Arizona is that, you know, while they aren't going to be able to step to the, you know, the Big 10 or the SEC, they'll be the best basketball conference in the nation. They already adding, are. Yeah, and adding Arizona is just another feather in their cap. But here's my question, Don, would be, Share with the people, because, you know, we know what basketball travel looks like. I don't know if people listening really kind of know what those trips were like, but you would have these little regional pods, and you would play a game on Thursday and Saturday or Friday and Sunday. How do you think they're going to figure that out now if Arizona's got to play, you know, West Virginia and UCLA's got to play Penn State? Like, football's different. It's easy. It's it's once a week. You know, basketball, you've got to figure out how to – take care of two schools in one weekend well I think the schedule is still going to be talked about um, I, I can't imagine that it say Arizona goes to West Virginia and then comes back they'll go to West Virginia and probably knock out three games in a week they charter which is different now everybody used to fly commercial now it's all charters which makes it easier but I think the big conversation is it isn't so much about football and basketball. It's about the other sports. Right. And what are they going to do? Can they survive? You know, what's the women's softball team going to do when they have to go to, if you're in the Big Ten and you're at UCLA, you have to go to Rutgers and Maryland for a trip, and you're flying commercial, and flights get canceled or flights are delayed. Like, it's – I'm, <clears throat> I'm fascinated to see how it's going to work. I think football for sure is fine. Basketball, I think for sure – will be fine in terms of travel. But it's just, it's sad that it's come to this because, you know, Matt, you mentioned Arizona. Arizona-UCLA in basketball is one of the marquee <laughs> matchups of the last 40 years. Don't you know it. And so now that's gone. And it's just, it's unfortunate that it's come to this. I, I, I keep thinking about five years from now, whatever, because everyone has a take now about what, you know, uh, the geographical problems with all this. But what's it going to be like in five years? Are people going to be, you know what, the money just wasn't worth it. We need to go back. And who knows? Maybe that will be something that happens, that they're like, you know what, this just isn't working not only financially, but student athletes and the travel and the academic part and studying on the road and doing all the things that they're going to have to do. Is this here to stay? We'll see. Yeah. The one and only Don McClain is here. We had Jeannie Buss on last hour. How are we going to fit everybody in? I mean, the show is only like 55 minutes left. We got Jonas Knox. We got Lauren from Chef Merito. We got Quick Hits. Don, do you remember Fernando Mania? Oh, yeah. 100%. What do you remember? That he was really good. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he pitched, he was good. You're right. Not a lot of people are pointing that out. They talk about the cultural, yeah. you know, explosion well, that, that he brought well, in. Look, they don't remember don't, how good he was. Yeah, you don't get the cultural explosion unless you're doing something abnormal. Right. Yeah, and he boobs was, are getting ripped off. Nobody cares. Yeah, exactly. he was doing something abnormal. He was young, too, wasn't he? 20. Yeah, and doing that, that's how you, you create a cultural phenomenon, and that's exactly what he did.
Don, have you ever seen the movie? Oh, no. You guys want to know if Don cares? Do you, do you want to know? I don't care about much. I know. Don is a very, you know, this, this could fall very flat. How much flat. do you care about, Don? This could, Not much. I mean, this, this could fall very flat, but I believe. There's no way. I believe in the destiny of this film. There is no way he's in, seen it. In fact, I might even name my lizard G.I. Jane now. Uh, have you seen with Demi Moore and Viggo Mortensen? There's no way. The Navy SEAL epic movie, G.I. Jane. Yes. Whoa! I would have never in a million years thought it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ringing the bell. Yeah! The yeah! Ringing the bell. In the theater or on the cable? On the cable. All right, all right. Uh, we'll take it, we'll take it. Did you? Now, here's the question. I might have to pop another <laughs> balloon. Did you like it? Yes. <laughs> what was your favorite? Can, can I ask a question? Yes. Why are you asking me about that film? Because he brought it up, and I said that film was terrible yesterday, and we don't need to waste our time talking about it. Yesterday. But you liked it? I didn't want to talk to Vic Brick about Shohei Otani. I didn't want to yell at him about him being wrong about something. So we, I just, I don't know how it came up. But we started talking about G.I. Jane. That's a fair point. I don't now, know how now it came remember, up Now, remember, that G.I. Jane is what got poor Chris Rock slapped by Will Smith. Yes. He oh, said yeah. He Shade made a G.I. Jane yeah. Uh, yeah. joke about, about yeah. uh, what's-her-name's clean-ass dome. And uh, I don't know. We just brought it up. And I talked about just how inspired I was. No, you weren't. When she was doing those push-ups and naked in the shower. And Vigo's got his mustache and he's watching her shower. And you're like, is he into her? <laughs> Or is he just hoorah, Master Chief? You know, I mean, it, thank you, Don. Yeah. What else do you remember about it? You'd like to pontificate? No, he, he doesn't remember anything. Yeah, about hey, it. hey. Not a lot. I asked him a question. Yeah, it's a forgettable <clears throat> film. Yeah, I don't remember a whole lot more. <laughs> but, hey, do you remember the end where she had to save Vigo from the beach? Yes. Yeah! I do remember that. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> It's quite the same. All right, let's bring this in. Let's reel it back in. Let's reel it back reel in. Reel it in? Are you kidding me? I mean, that's, a, that's the million-dollar question. Reeling in the years here. Um, what do you think about this? You brought it up, and I just kind of planted a seed in my brain, Don. Do you think you have to play conference games? Can you not just play in the conference tournament? Like, hey, you know what? We're going to play softball games against Long Beach State and San Diego State and... Fresno State, and we'll just kind of keep that going over here. And then since we're in the conference, we'll just play the conference tournament. And that's how we'll, uh, we'll participate in the conference. Well, but how do you seed the conference tournament then? See, I didn't think about that. That's a great question. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> we, got, we got comparable scores. Here, here's what I would say. Here, here's what, and I, and I think a couple other people have said this, but I've thought this for a while. Why don't, P, why don't they just take football, 100%. keep everything the same, take football and just take it and make it its own thing and keep every other sport the same? I can answer that question. Oh, here it is. No. Football, football is, uh, is a gigantic cash cow. It, in fact, is the reason that the NCAA exists, right? right? So when the NCAA – and football is moving away from everything – NCAA, like everything the NCAA stands for, football is flying in the face of it. 
They got the transfer rules changed. They got the NIL rule changed. This whole amateurism thing, none of it applies anymore. They don't even run their playoff. You know, the college football playoff is not an NCAA championship. The NCAA has got to get out of the football business, but they don't want to because there's too much money to be made, and that's why everybody is linked to everybody's football program, and it is unfortunate. But can't they but play can't... on their own and then just use that money to fund the, hey. Yeah, you're still part of the university. I mean, they, they could, but that's got to get written into the bylaws of their deal. Like we're doing... that's all the Big Ten wants. They just want USC and UCLA football. They don't want the, well, I bet they want the basketball, UCLA basketball. But they but... want everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they want college ba- baseball. They want, the, they want the content that they pay for, and they pay for all the athletics. So once they, they have to figure out how to separate those, and like you said, I think they will. I think it, they you know, will, too. In a too. few years, they'll see, you know, what works and what doesn't work. That's what work. I was saying five years from now. I bet you that's what ends up happening. And then we'll go from they there. Stay in the pack t- or they stay in the Big Ten, and you create a new conference out here with yeah, all like, the teams playing But like UCLA other. and USC basketball are still part of the Big Ten, but football is part of this new whatever it's called. But it's still right. – the, they're generating the revenue and still paying – the university in the athletic department. As you said, it just seems a bit odd that the take your pick, whatever, Arizona State women's softball team is playing Penn State and Maryland and Wisconsin instead of what has always been. I mean, like you look at UCLA baseball and they play Fullerton, Long Beach State. It's still very regional, even outside of the Pac-12. They don't really do a lot of those cross-country trips. It's a very regional sport. You know who wasn't because of money. Right. And who wasn't worried about traveling? G.I. Jane. She was in Libya, and she just took the beach and saved Viggo Mortensen at the end. Remember that? I didn't realize it was in Libya. Yeah, in Libya. See? (laughs) (laughs) Don, we had Jeannie Buss on, and she was talking about Anthony Davis. And uh, actually, we did not even ask Jeannie Buss about is that bad? Was that wrong of us? No, I think we kind of did. We mentioned that you have all these free agent mercenaries, and the fans really attach themselves to Austin Reeves, and I think she sort of acknowledged that, great yeah, story. It's, it's great to have that kind of player. She brought up, yeah, I guess you're right. We didn't really, I guess it just goes to show you, we don't really care a lot about LeBron James. But they had a hell of an offseason. They the did. Did. They really did. And, and I would say this, and I haven't really, after Labor Day, I get into my pro and college stuff. But I would say just off the top of my head, the Lakers have a real chance to win the whole thing this Ooh, year. look at that. Jeannie's stuck in horrible traffic right now, and she's excited when you if, But what about but here's the big, But Well, here's the big if, though, and this has been an if for them for a couple of years, if Anthony Davis can stay healthy. And that's a big if. Would he get $270 bucks or something like something that? Something like that. That's, you know what, as a matter of fact, I think he did, because we were joking at Chargers camp that Justin Herbert became the highest-paid player in football and he wasn't the highest paid player that day because Anthony Davis <laughs> signed his contract that day and it was for like $6 million more uh, than Justin Herbert's. It is incredible did what he, the numbers are yeah, for I, someone that rarely plays a full season. But did he show you something different, right, uh, this year? Like, did he show more toughness? Did he? Well, I would say this. It, their roster's better than it was at the start of the year last year now, and so they can withstand him being out for some regular season games more than they could last year. But if they're going to win the whole thing, he has to be healthy in the playoffs for the entire time. And he was last year. That's why they made a run to the conference right. finals. They just had a bad matchup. And it doesn't seem like the Nuggets are I think everybody's pretty a, much exactly the yeah, same. The Nuggets are a bad matchup for everybody. Yeah. 
It's fair. So here, I'm just pulling up what they did this offseason. You mentioned how they're set up. So Gabe Vincent, shooter. Mike shooters. Miami Heat. <clears throat> uh, they, you know their draft picks very well because you trained Jalen hood Shapino before he was drafted. They also uh, picked up the kid out of Pepperdine, Maxwell Lewis. Uh, and I'm trying to remember who else they got. They, oh, Cam Reddish was the other guy that they ended up signing. And uh, Jackson, uh, the kid, the center from Texas, was the other guy. So like, Jackson Hayes. Jackson Hayes. So good depth pieces for yeah. that squad. And I think the shooting part, Gabe Vincent's proven that he's an NBA shooter and that he will help LeBron in spacing the floor. I think the biggest part for me was being able to re-sign Reeves and Russell and bring them back and re-sign Anthony Hachimura Davis. Like you didn't think. You didn't think that they were going to be able to accomplish all that and that they'd have to give something up. And the fact that they didn't, I don't think Hood Shafino is going to play a whole as much as I love him. And I think eventually he's going to be very good in the NBA. If he does, that's probably a problem. Right. I don't think he's going to play a lot this upcoming year. Neither will Lewis. But that's like you said, Matt, that's assuming if everyone's healthy. What uh, we had, Matt, we had um, Mick Cronin on at uh, the last, yeah, it was the last stop that we did. We had, uh, we had him on. And he had alluded to, and it ended up making national news, that he was going to be signing two more players. And apparently this guy they got from Spain is like a, a big deal. The 7-3 kid? Yeah. They yeah say I haven't like, seen him. This is a like lottery pick kind of thing. So walk us, walk us through how much changes, because he has not had a guy like that since he's been coaching UCLA. Has he like a full-fledged, super-skilled big man center that you could build the offense no, around no it was always defensively right they had, they had rim protectors um, that helped their defense and you, you always have to caution a little bit players coming from Europe even in the college game versus the NBA game how how equipped are they to be effective right away like I said I haven't seen this kid but the, the more interesting thing to me about what Mick's doing is he's going international now right and there's a reason for that and unfortunately, I think a lot of schools are going to have to be doing more of that, which takes away from high school kids here in California and across the country because of NIL. It's because of NIL that, that they go and get these kids from Europe. I think a lot of these players in Europe are already professionals that come over here, so they can help more now than trying to, to get a, fre a high school freshman to, or a freshman from high school to play immediately. And so that part of college basketball is really changing, and it's, and it's all being driven by NIL. And with that, Trent McLean is moving to Luxembourg. <laughs> uh, Smart move. Yeah. You know, we didn't make a connection, Matt. Summers are nice. Yeah, beautiful in Luxembourg. Right? Uh, we didn't make a connection. Pop a shot. Oh. Oh, that's right. I just got a text on the secret text also that says that's this. That's right. Do we have any Native Americans in the house? P. I am 116th Native American. <laughs> Time for Don to get his second tribal ass kicking outside. <laughs> and he sent me the 23 in me that shows, you know, the percentage. Here's what's interesting. We've established that you can't bank shot anymore, and it's outside. Yeah, you got to deal so with the, the elements. Yeah, the breeze is Wind's a factor. push that. I will say the if majority got, of the people that game, are shooting are it. terrible. So I, I would be, feel very comfortable. Well, if you take the bank shot out of it and pop a shot. Right. There's very few that are any good. I mean, looking at that, everybody shot, just slams it off the backboard and it goes in. I mean, it was constructed poorly. We watched it happen. Right? Look at that. It the took, net doesn't even stay down. Don, what a piece of crap. Don Martin had to go out there and be like, "Let me see that Allen rant." <laughs> and uh, I mean, would you? Are you? 
would you venture out there? How many more beers? Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> Can we get two more beers, please? Let's get two more beers up here. Mm. What do you it's think, been a It's been a while. All right, all right. I just wanted to put it out there and make that connection. That's all Let I wanted. Let me go out there and examine it and see what it looks like. Take a like. couple shots? Yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. All right, we'll break. take that. We'll take that. Hey, uh, Bert, do you have a wireless mic with you? Take a nap. Come on, Bert. Steak face. <laughs> the hell, man? <laughs> you believe that crap? I don't guy? know what it was about Bert, but he's pissing me off today. It's he a pizza. A, he gave me a pen that wouldn't work, and I threw it at him. It's the pizza. He dusted a full pizza prior to our broadcast. So did Kate. So did Kate's, and now both of them. Kate's even is like, I'm a little full. The pizzas are delicious. That's a lot is of food a, to put in your belly. Is that a Bert's contract that wherever he goes to do a remote, he gets free food? Two meals. Two. Sometimes Maybe three, three sometimes. Yeah. And at least two naps. He used to have to bring his food to UCLA games. Remember that, Bert? <laughs> no. <laughs> now, not, I'm not, we're not exaggerating. If we do a show at Dodger Stadium, when we sit down, he just M&Ms. looks at us. Yeah, where's he the food? He looks at us. He's like, where's the food? <laughs> M and M's. When are you guys going to Rick's? M and M's? That's right. Oh, was he a big M and M guy? Somebody used to bring me M and M's at every game. Look at that. And then Bert would take. I just give them to Bert. Now that UCLA is in the Big Ten, though, they're going to really start spending money, right? Like UCLA is going to not be cheap anymore. Huh? They're going to start giving everybody free T-shirts. And Think so? Really? No more dry-ass turkey sandwiches at the Rose Bowl. It's a good idea. There's nobody better than Don McClain. The best. <laughs> Thank you, Don McClain. Thank you. I think we're going to give away our six-pack of spice baskets in the very next segment. Well, I can't wait. Where did Lauren go? Where's all our spice baskets? They're right up here, Matt. Petros and Money AM 570 LA Sports Live at Tarantula Hill Brewing. Just gave away some George Lopez tickets. Oh, you did? We did. Did we the still guy get them? The guy that wants them so bad? Did you get him? Oh, no. I wish I would have known. I would have given them to him. I'm just done with that one. Poor kid. We are giving away the TV, the Westinghouse 4K Ultra HD TV, and we are giving away the trip to Las Vegas courtesy of MGM Resorts between now and the end of the show. Look who it is. It's Lauren. From Chef Merito, Chef Merito. And she brought her spices. The spice is in the bottle, but the chef is in you, and that's what Chef Merito's all about, bringing the creative cookout in all of us. They're a great sponsor. Spice bag! For many years of the Petrus and Money summer tour, and Lauren is here from Chef Merito, looking lovely as always. I heard she brought something else to give away. A little bit of a tan. Yes. Oh, look at that. How Wow, look at that. Have you uh, recently returned from a tropical locale or Sedona, Arizona? You know, I actually just went to this lovely place called Sugared and Bronze in Santa Monica. (laughs) They got what? They got like their own sun in there? You go in and it's like you just sit under the sun? It only takes 15 minutes. Is that right? Yeah. And then you're sugared in bronze. Yeah. Unbelievable round of applause <laughs> for the sugared in bronze, Lauren, from Chef Merito. Has, I, it, has I heard, anybody uh, else I'm ever so been glad you noticed. Sugared in bronze? Anybody else ever been sugared in bronze? <laughs> I know what I'm doing tomorrow before the football game. Well, I, I would feel very, very pampered to be sugared and bronze. <laughs> Kidding me? 
I gotta have it. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna make an appearance on the Petros and Money Show. I need to be sugared and bronze. And, and is there any jealousy? It was just for you guys. Yeah. yeah. That's what we like to hear, Lord. <laughs> are they? Is there a little bit of? Uh, are they celoso at Marito because they make spices too? You could have rubbed yourself in those. Oh. Well, fair point. Instead <laughs> of sugar. Would have been like red or yellow. Right? <laughs> it would have looked like the, one of those uh, Indian parties, you know, that they have in Bombay. Where everybody <laughs> throws all the stuff all over the place. But you look great, Lauren. It's wonderful uh, to see you. Thank you. Thank you. You guys look wonderful as well. I'm loving this fit today. Thank you. The thank cheetah? You. Yeah. Ah, I feel pretty good about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, it's an homage to the mountain lions and coyotes and snakes <laughs> of the Thousand Whatever. Oaks area. My mountain lion's a hologram. It's <laughs> the only mountain lion I care about. So tell us, uh, Lauren of Chef Merito, uh, the last time that we had one of these events, you were there. Yes. But you did not bring the spice baskets. And there was some... What happened? There was some division. Not from me. I promise. Wait, I thought I brought some. No. no. Wait. Did somebody steal the spice baskets and tell us that you didn't bring any? That's what it is. It's exactly what it was. Did I not bring any? But Usually today, I have it in my car. No, no. Day, we, we have, have six. A, a spice basket. We what, have six. What do we got going here? Oh my gosh. So today we're giving away the Chef Medito carne asada seasoning. Yeah, carne asada. Petros, we need to hear you say it. Carne asada. There we go. Uh, really rolling your R's. You've gotten good. Give me to the carne asada. This is my favorite thing in the spice bag. Son Whoa. of a bitch, Bert. Stop eating. Oh, you like the fish fry? The fish fry. Oh, that's really delicious. Pescado frito. It has like tons of spices Is within that right? there. Yeah. Look at that's that. the secret sauce. You've got to add it. a lot of spices and seasonings. Yeah. Fish fry. It's amazing. In the bag. <laughs> that there's tons of spices, yet it doesn't weigh thousands of pounds. You kidding me? Amazing. <laughs> it amazing. It really is. Uh, we're going to give these away, but I heard you also brought sweet tickets. Is that what somebody Whoa! told me? We have one pair of sweet tickets. How about that? To give away. For what night? We're doing it Wednesday, August 16th. There it's we go. actually J.D. Martinez's bobblehead night. Cubano. El Cubano? Oh, yes, that's El Cubano. <laughs> okay. Well, it's proudly presented by Chef Merito Seasoning. Oh, it is Beautiful. the same. Yes. <laughs> uh, of all these things. So that same <laughs> night, we are also launching our specialty menu item. Do you guys want to hear about that? Do we'll we? Okay, great. So you know how J.D. Martinez is El Cubano? Yeah. Okay, so he had, so we decided to take the pan colenchon. It's like a classic Obviously. Cuban sandwich. Uh -huh. And then we decided to add the Merito twist, of course. What is so the Merito twist on the Cubano sandwich? Oh, get ready for it. Oh, uh, hold on, hold on. Let's do this right. It okay, sounds like this is well, a big deal. Ready? What is, the, what is the Chef Merito twist on the Cubano sandwich? Okay, so... El sandwich. It's the mojo. Oh, the mojo! Criollo. The mojo criollo! <laughs> and the naranja, Agrián. Naranja! <laughs> and the pork chop seasoning. And where can we buy that? We can buy it at any local grocery store. Beautiful. So Chef Merito! Our favorite panko, criollo, naranja, naranja. <laughs> and pork chop seasoning. Pork chop and seasoning. the pork chop. Now, one last e question. Pork chop seasoning. Because you are uh, uh, an expert uh, chef person and your family makes spices, Bert here, is, his nickname is Steak Face. 
Because oh. he's always sticking a steak in his face. <laughs> steak face. He's always trying to get free food. And Not he, carne asada? No, he orders a steak at places why does he like... Because he he's old, but he orders a steak <laughs> at places like you would never order a steak, like the claim jumper. Oh, dear. Right. You know? uh, but uh, if there was a seasoning for Bert's face, what would we use? I think it would be the carne asada yeah. seasoning. Just gonna, yeah. All right, lay down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so... Oh, that was not smart. I forgot. Going I, back I have to not shaved in a while. <laughs> Jesus, that Matt. not good. You, can't, oh, that's not you good. can't buckle a thing onto your face and do an interview. Just pull it off. Oh! Yeah! All right, Lauren wow. from Chef Benito. They're giving away sweet tickets. J.D. Martinez, bobblehead night, the Cubano sandwich because he's Cuban. With Chef, the pork yeah. chop seasoning. Nobody, I mean, none of these guys will even talk to us, but they all show up for Chef Benito right? to do stuff to cook and all that. Exactly What's right. the secret? <laughs> The secret sauce is Chef Merito. See? Chef's in you. That's right. <laughs> Lauren, yes. thank you. Thank you, guys. All right, we're going to give these away in this commercial break. Six of them, courtesy of Lauren. How about a round of applause for Lauren and Chef Merito? We're also going to yeah. give away the sweet tickets that she brought with her. Stick around. We got one more break, and Jonas Knox. Bronzed and sugared. Local television celebrity is going to join us <laughs> next.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.